Do you struggle with keeping on top of dinners? Is life really busy, but you still want to eat great food? Well, you've come to the right place. Join myself and David as we help you with easy everyday food, recipes made simple, tips and tricks, and we'll answer your culinary questions with lots of laughs along the way. Welcome to the Sarah Butler at Home podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Sarah Butler at Home podcast. How are you doing? It's episode 55. We were missing. We're back. We're back. Did you notice a change? Yeah, you've got a new setup. Yeah. He's got two very fancy uh, computer screens in front of him. Yeah, well, you were saying that you didn't want to be looking at my it's face handy, anymore. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't actually. All I can see is your forehead. Yeah. Because the microphone is in front of your face. Yeah. Uh, you, it's perfect. You said it was. It, your exact words were, you're making me sick. <laughs> Can you get something to block off that I area? I did not say that, excuse me. <laughs> Don't be putting words in my mouth. I haven't seen you in ages. I feel very busy. Oh my God, uh, we're on that already. I genuinely have been very busy, but we're all very busy. It's all gone back to busyness again. I'm so busy that I can't even do my regular job. That's how busy I am. Beat I that now. Well, I know, you can't, because so, I'm reg- in here annoying your arse doing the podcast. <laughs> oh, but I haven't been doing my radio show. I'm so busy, I can't even do my radio show. What are you, what are you busy doing? Other work? Yeah, other work. It's just so busy that uh, they had to make a decision to take the star off his radio show and to move him to, into another area He's for a while. He's really just set up an Instagram page, David Cawley, in the radio station. <laughs> That's the name of his page. It's not. Is that my... They're squeaking over there, David. You all right? <laughs> it's my bones. This is bad. What's that about? I'm waiting for you to just disappear. The phone, the car, the car, the chair is just ready to go. Yeah, that's. Is that going to be it's doing that the whole listen, way through? It's had to listen to a lot of shit. I don't blame it for giving out. <laughs> uh, anyway, I did say we. I haven't seen you in a long time. I missed you. I know. I missed you too. Yeah, I miss. It's like I miss our little chats. It's like it's like talking to my wife, but without the kind of the, aggro, the anger of men of being married. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's a level ground area. You can just you can chat about normal things without aggression, <laughs> an undertone of aggression. I want to kill it. you. Hmm. The last time I saw you actually um, was in the back. Well, one of the last times I saw you was in the back of a taxi. Oh, God. You were yeah. drinking a... I was drinking a gin and tonic out of a plastic cup. Classy bird, classy bird. Yeah. Gin and tonic, plastic cup. The, the guys in the pub were like, we're never going to get rid of this lot. Get some plastic <laughs> cups there. And off we went, delighted with life. Do you know, gin and tonics. You do realise that you spent a fair bit of that evening poking me in my fat belly. Oh, my God. Okay, so just before we start, please don't turn off because Dave is feeling sorry for himself. Did you or did you not... I don't know. I, don't, I just remember having a great night. Yeah, yeah. Poke me. And I have a very funny video where constantly I thought we were taking a picture, but it was a video. <laughs> In my fat belly. Yeah, because I know what winds you up. Yeah. You wind Poke. me up too. I just don't take it personally. Actually, you know, remember the time that you said I looked like the fat guy and I was in a bad mood? For God's sake, yeah. Do you remember that time? Well, uh, last Friday night, I was the same form as that now, last Friday night. Right. I had to go out to. My brother was celebrating a significant birthday. His brother was 80. He's only and about 10 years older than David here. <laughs> there was a surprise party for him. Yeah. And in fairness, people made an effort. One of his best friends came home from New York. Right. And they had a lovely day. They went fishing and they went for dinner and then they came to the pub and that's mm. where we all came in. And right. So that was nine o'clock at mm-hmm. night, right? Now, the same day, our youngest, Joseph. Oh, yeah, he was in Dublin. He was in Dublin. So I had to wait for him to come down on the bus to collect him. So that meant I was in the pub with no alcohol. Mm. Now, I know people can have a perfectly good night out without alcohol. It can be grand. Not much crack, though. This was the longest night of my life. Honestly. You didn't get any alcohol because you didn't come home until, what, two o'clock in the morning? It was ten to two the bus pulled in. 
and everybody was scattered Should've around me. Should have just given me. him a pillow. Sleep on the bus tonight. <laughs> I'll collect you in the morning. They were all paw... You know the way at the beginning of the night is, hello, I haven't seen you in a few minutes. At the end of the night is, pawy, handsy, yeah. breath. Did you really notice it like, oh, oh God, it was really annoying when they're drunk. Awful. It was the worst ever. Every... Oh. It it's was the longest bad. night I'd of rather, my I'd life. I'd rather not go out <laughs> if I can't have a drink. Now, it was, he had a lovely time. He had a smiley face. Ah, uh, did that, that was, make it all worthwhile? No, no. not for me. It was horrific. No. Even my own siblings were all smiley. Oh, my God. I just kept looking at my phone going, please tell me where the bus is. And then I get a text to say, we're just going through Longford. Oh Longford? You'd nearly get in the car and just drive and collect them. <laughs> Throw him a bag of crisps and say, can I have four pints there and a straw? I did do a bit of a lie. I said, oh, the bus is coming now. We've got to leave. Yeah, did you? Yeah. And it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Just 40 up. minutes sitting in the car park. But oh. I just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, it's no crack. No, sorry. I, I totally uh, agree. I people who've had a few drinks who want to show you something funny on their phone. I hate that. Look at this. It's really? hilarious. Even when somebody does that and they haven't had a few drinks, it's like, oh, here, here, have a look at this. Yeah. And I'm like, I couldn't give a damn. I'll, I, what was it? And then you have to. I'll send it to you. And then you have to laugh even if it's not funny and you have to, that awkward <laughs> of, ah, I hope I'm laughing at the right time. Yeah. I don't really understand that. A couple of them are calling me names. They start, as the night goes on they start calling your names and you're going oh if I had a little bit of something courage about me I'd be able to tackle you but I couldn't um, have you, by the way talking about that have you uh, have you ever seen these ones, um, um, these ones? as he's shown me yeah, something yeah, yeah. on his phone oh, I, honestly yeah. like that's the most have you ever seen these ones no what's this you know oh where they do it's the music of people falling over people yeah, smashing yeah. themselves yeah, yeah it kind of annoys oh. me when people send me things it's like okay yeah. thanks <laughs> Okay, back to the day. So that one was that. Where are we now? That was last weekend. Um, no, it was oh. the weekend approved. It got better, and uh, yeah, we and we enjoyed the rest. But that was just you know the way that my face was the night of the, when you said I looked like the Glad fat guy. I didn't go out that night. But for that you was now. that was horrendous. Right, um, is that everything now? That's that's that, is that are you done now complaining? Um, if there's anybody still out there listening. David's um, done complaining and feeling sorry for himself. Have you thought about the ultimate five course meal? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You're a such I have. a convincing liar. But you're yeah. a liar. I know you. You're lying. You're, li- you're looking at me. You're lying. Um, Look at the page of stuff I have written down. Yeah, that's not that's not to do with the question we were asked three weeks ago that we still haven't answered. But I'll if we get a chance it. today. Yeah, you see, but I'm, I won't answer it fancily enough. I'll just pick normal stuff that if it was my last meal and I had a five course meal, I'm not going to be saying I want um, caviar wrapped in <laughs> I don't know give me some of the fancy lobster caviar wrapped in <laughs> lobster right I don't know I just picked like steak and good steak okay well let's do it then right so um, I would what would be starter. your starter um, I do like I'm not a big fan of fish but I do like uh, crab claws and garlic okay so if I'm going to like have a professional cook do it it's not going to poison me yeah. now that's again, the deal the deal with this just in case anybody who hasn't heard this before it was a question that was asked about us our ultimate five course meal but you're not thinking about calories you're not thinking oh, about yeah. price. And you're never going to get full. So you, yeah. you can't worry too much about, oh, if I eat that, I'll be full for the main course. So we're starting with, well, an amuse-bouche. What? Oh, hey, do you know what? Here hey, we go. We went for a an family. An amuse-bouche. A, a fam- we went for a family dinner um, for, for my brother's birthday. And they came out with an amuse-bouche. What? No, beginning. I'm sorry, but so I that's have before your starter. what you're talking about. So before your starter, to a, kick it all off. What's it called? An amuse-bouche. Are you right? sure that's how it's described? Uh, you're, stop, you're, you're just trying pronounced. to make... You're one step away from poking me in my fat belly again. A stop bullying me. <laughs> you are walking into this bullying opportunity. So they gave us 
melon that had been liquidised into a small little cup, right? right? And they gave that to us before we started with our starter. Baby food. And my dad would... That soup is a bit cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your soup. Your soup's coming next. That's only an amuse-bouche. Didn't like it anyway. And is an amuse bouche always a melon that's mid-billets, or could no. an amuse bouche be like a piece of pate? It can be something. T- yeah, it's it to a, cleanse your palate. Is it, that no, the idea no, of that's that's a sorbet. sorbet. Yeah, this is just to kick it all off. All right. Okay. So you can get um, it, it normally is a one bite thing, oh, something like that. that. That's a load of shock. Now I sound like I've been to fancy restaurants. Oh, here, but I, I, don't know. F- I may need to sign on my page over <laughs> to you now. I'm sorry, I don't know. I never heard of an amuse bouche in my life. Well, the one thing I always do is I always boil my cabbage with my bacon. We come back to it. Oh. Um, <laughs> open that can of worms so a booze booze gone for a starter I would like a volivon yeah I like a volivon yeah chicken volivon would be lovely yeah now I also have to say being the traditionalist I like me soup you lick your soup like it oh you like your soup yeah again at the last day the soup was that's your favourite sweet soup? pepper I um, I like mushrooms I love mushrooms my favourite soup hmm. um, and they had a, the, the crouton mm. looked like like somebody cooked skin yeah <laughs> It was, it was nice. It was a crunchy, like a scallop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Never thought of it that way. Dad didn't Maybe it wasn't it. crouton at all. So what would you go for starter? Starter in front of you there, starter? Oh, uh, you're going for crab I'm claws. I'm going for crab claws and garlic. Garlic butter. Lovely. Yeah. Or pate with the nice Melba toast is nice too. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Main course. A steak. I'm sorry. Like, you can't beat a good steak. You can't, but it has to be a good steak. It has Cooked to be right. a good steak. Medium to well. Sauce on the side with nice... I would like spuds over chips. Ooh. Yeah. What about what if we went fancy spuds? What if we went with like a gratin? Yeah, or a what the dolphin? The garlic potatoes. Yeah, they're nice too. I'd say they're a bit fat. I know that, but no, we're not talking about calories. A nice crunchy veg, not overcooked. Crunchy veg. I'd like carrots. Yeah. Um. Julien, I would like. Oh um, God, <laughs> I may need to leave now. I'm getting, um, I'm getting a bit nervous now. Pea pods. These new screens you've got have done something for you. Yeah, I'm braver now. You can hide yeah. behind them. Um, so th- th- I would like. No, what would you uh, like? traditionally I would. I'd love a steak, proper steak done properly. But if I'm out because I don't eat fish at home, I go for the fish dish. Yeah. Uh, so sea bass would be my choice of fish. Nice depending on what they oh yeah. yeah depending on what they do with the sea bass sometimes they put mussels on it I'm not a fan it's a bit like surf and turf I can't no don't get it don't get it okay um, dessert or have, are we having a sorbet Jesus, we're, yeah. if we're having a sorbet what flavour I will go lemon well lemon is good because that will clean your palate yeah uh, you'd uh, probably go chocolate would you <laughs> <laughs> no uh can I go raspberry, something you can like go that? Whatever you want, David. Raspberry sorbet. Nobody's going you. to take it off you. <laughs> door is locked. This you is the quickest take your time. five course meal we've ever got through. It might break the record. So, f- for dessert? Um, oh, you can't be chocolate brownie or like fish rolls with chocolate. I need the ice cream, chocolate. Yes, that hit. idea. The combination. That hit. Fish or roll, a creme good. brulee. I love a creme brulee. Creme brulee, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Viennetta. <laughs> Viennetta's A nice cheese board. Lovely. A lovely cheese board and a nice cup of coffee. Yeah, or another glass of wine. I have to go back now and see who asked us this question. Well, hopefully they're Orla. still listening. They're still listening. Well, thanks, Orla. Orla. There you go. Yeah. Sorry it took uh, six weeks. It took three. But anyway, there you go. It took three weeks. It probably took four, What actually. was the name of that star tree thing again? An amuse bouche. Oh my god, an amuse bouche. Google it, okay. Let's... I'm gonna, I'm gonna just see how. If I was to Google it, this is how I'd spell it: A N A M O U S E. Yeah. B O U C H E. That's exactly how you spell it. Well, Good. it's it's I can't, I can't. it's A M U S E. 
So Ooh, an amuse bouche is a single bite-sized hors d'oeuvre. Right. Amuse bouches are different from appetizers in that they're not ordered from a menu by patrons, but are served free and according to the chef's selection alone. All right. Yes, I teach you things. It's like that time we went to that very, very fancy place and we were given a taran. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. What was that? And it was like cold, jellied. Oh yeah. Meatloaf. <gasps> it was awful bad. Do you remember that night? Uh, at the, I, I do remember, like three hours after the meal finished, uh, one of our brother-in-laws came up to me and he said, "I think the vegetables now are coming any minute." There was no vegetables. Yeah, it was. I was still hungry after. And there was cheek. There was pig cheek, cow cheek. Yeah. Cow cheek. It was cow cheek, wasn't there? With, nice. the, with the beef. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, but. I'd have preferred some carrots. Yeah, they were a bit scabby now on the veg. They, they obviously didn't plant enough in their polytunnels. <laughs> the they, fanci- were, they were limited on it. Sometimes the fancier you go, the less you get. And the more Sometimes you pay. Sometimes the fancier you go, the hungrier you are. Apparently not. Afterwards. Have you ever been in a restaurant that's so fancy that if we we'll say if... We we'll say the four of us are going for it, right? Yeah. And I say, lads, my treat tonight. Yeah. Right? The place is so expensive that when they hand out the four menus, I'm the only one who gets the prices. That is fancy. No way. So you're looking at it. So you're not going to be judged by what you're going for. Uh, so and you I'm, go in and say, right, I'm the one paying, and that you get a separate menu with prices. Your menu has the price on it. Yeah, the rest of them did just get menus. Oh, can you imagine? That's pretty cool. You'd be like, oh yeah. You'd be going, maybe, maybe you'll just be okay with the nabooze bouche. <laughs> you know what would be a good thing to do? To put the prices on, but you get to choose them. So the soup is 50 euros and the steak is only 2 euros. Then you get to see who your friends are. I'm ordering oh. the soup because he's a shite. And I'm going to order the most expensive thing on the menu. <laughs> then you know. Aha! Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I, we don't, I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> David should have the teddy bears in all the chairs. <laughs> Why do you want to have teddy bear? Okay. Is it a news bush for yourself? <laughs> uh, okay. I'll help you with that there, teddy bear. <laughs> so have we done that now for Orla? We've, We've done that for yeah. Okay. If anyone so. wants to make us a nice five-course meal, you know yeah. what we'd like. Or, you know, freebies. Did you get me any freebies, by the way? Any freebies for me? got offered lots of freebies. You know, you got offered lots of freebies isn't getting freebies. No, but you see, the problem is when you when when they contact you and say, hi, we love your page, and it's clearly a copy and paste, we'd love to send you this, that, or the other. If you say yes, you're ultimately signing up to having to come on your stories and talk about it, and having to come on and say... It's brilliant because you can't really come on and say I got this and it's shite. So you're kind of tied and if it is shite then you're going it's shite and I can't come on and say anything about it. So you're very much tied into a product that you don't know. You have to talk like it's it's nice this came and thanks a million for sending me that. And if you don't they will follow you up and go uh, just double checking that you got that. Did you get that okay in the post? And then they'll come back and be like, oh, hi, Sarah, we have a competition. Would you mind sharing it? Or hi, Sarah, we have this thing happening. Would you mind sharing it? And if you share it for them, you will be inundated by people coming on. Johnny's lost his dog. This GoFundMe page. We've set up a new business. And your page would just completely be taken over by that kind of content. So no, I didn't take any free business this week. Again, listeners, the question that the task was to get me something free. But I, okay, um, I, I was thinking of doing you something. Me. I was thinking of doing something You're for charity. You're not paying me to come here. <laughs> You're not paying me to come in here. It's your name the over the door, love. It's your name over the door. It's your idea. Um, I was going to say something to you there. Oh yeah, I was thinking, now, again, this is off the cuff. This is the way we go. Roll with it. Um, I was thinking there recently, I was walking and I was thinking, um, for charity, would this be a good one? 200k in 30 days. No. Okay. no, not for you and I, just for me. You don't have to do anything. Jesus Christ, I wouldn't even ask be... you to share it. You'll... Oh, <laughs> where's the fiddle? 
Did we have we got the fiddle? It's in behind oh, sorry. the screen. It's so small, I can't see it. <laughs> it's in behind these screens. You would probably do 200k in an afternoon. You do so much walking. So, yeah, go for it. As a fundraiser, like. Uh, before we get to food, <laughs> how long are we in? 16 minutes. Um, before we get to that, a couple of listeners' bits and pieces. I'll do them now or else I'll forget them. Right, go on. Uh, Connie, tell David I've tried the Irish nachos and I think they're great. What are the Irish nachos? God, you are such... Says the goldfish. A goldfish. No, we did that, nachos, and you would put something on them and I, um, something different. Scallions. Oh, yeah, all right, okay. And well chips. done, David. Well done. Thank you, Connie. <laughs> um, oh, yes, we were talking the last podcast about the colour that you would dye your hair. Right. And, uh, oh, this is actually from Teresa and John, and they listen together every week. Very and good. they're in Galway and they say read the talk about the colour that you would dye your hair I think red would suit Sarah but I'm not sure about David maybe green so you could be the green and red and male oh there you go well you already dye yours black and I dye mine blonde so maybe we could ask our hairdressers to change up the colour next time we go in point of order he doesn't dye his beard so it looks like it's natural point of order dear listener never dye my hair and finally an email from Abby Abby says, hi, Sarah and David. I am new to I'm new enough to your podcast, but already I'm loving the food and the banter. You don't get banter here. You just get quality food. Just got past the episode about the strange places that people listen. Oh, you're very early on then. Uh, bath, driving, walking, etc. And I think my choice of listening is pretty strange. Right. During lockdown, I started climbing my local hills and mountains here in County Kerry and have continued hiking as my new hobby ever since. Lots of people do that, don't they? That's great. You could walk 200k to Kerry. <laughs> there you go. Up the side of a hill. Every weekend, regardless of the weather, I'm out and keeping me company all the way is you two guys. Oh, thank you very much. There's something to be said about staring out over an amazing view while hearing you two have a go at each other about what flavoured crisps you like or who would win in a race. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you, Abby. Uh, thanks, and continue up the good work. Well, we know I win the race. Always. You and, win everything, David. And smoky bacon the is, is the best crisp. Yeah. Smoky bacon. Or salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar. Depends on the form. Depends on the form. Yeah, and if you keep going, Abby, I think you'll find an episode where we try black pudding crisps. Yeah. That's probably further on. Um, so Abby probably won't hear this till this time next year. Yeah. Email sarahbutler at home at gmail.com is the email address. And of course, you'll find Sarah on Instagram and you'll also find us on Twitter as well. We start with food. <laughs> oh, 20 minutes in. Uh, 18. Um, well, what do you want to start with? top tips for Thursday even though this is going out on a Sunday yeah well I'm doing this like th- Thursday tips um, I'm working with Pamela Scott I think we spoke about this where basically they came to me and said we want you to wear our clothes but uh, incorporate it into your content so I was like cool I'll wear your clothes uh, and we'll do tips and give people tips so this week was the top and I get asked this probably one of the most popular questions I get asked it's the top kitchen utensils I always say tools and I have to stop myself <laughs> top kitchen tools Dermot's like hey utensils Sarah <laughs> <laughs> so the top five kitchen utensils that every kitchen should have and spend the money and get right ones you'll have them forever so the first is like a good casserole pot and I know we've talked about this before but for new listeners I know David's rolling his eyes going I'm not about that. we already, me we already talked about an omelette we already screen. talked about that I'm like yeah I know but there's new people coming on all the time so a good Le Crusoe or what are you taking pictures of nothing see he's no interest when I start talking about food I but know, if I, I started talking I'm, about you come on how are you feeling Anyways, a good oven-proof Le Crusoe dish, 
Uh, a good non-stick frying pan. I actually got an eco one recently and there's no smell off it. Sometimes the Teflon ones have a bit of a smell off them and you're like, oh God, I can smell the chemicals. So I got an eco one that has no baddie stuff on it and there's no smell off it and it's actually working good. I got that in Ryan's in Galway, so that's going good. Uh, a good garlic crusher. They're hard to get. They're really hard but once you get one you, you hang on to that baby yeah and some good knives don't put them in the dishwasher hand wash them the good knives the good knives uh, some silicone uh, utensils they're going to keep your pans clear of taking the teflon and the coating off them because if you're digging at a steak with a metal yeah flipper you're going to mark the pan that's what happens so try and get uh, silicone ones so a silicone a silicone pan? No, it's not a silicone pan. We're not playing like dress up or kitchens <laughs> here as children. A silicone utensil, like a, you know the way you can But if you them. leave that on the side of the thing, would it not just melt on you? Don't leave it on the side of it. Oh. And an electric... Yeah, so what's wrong with the good old wooden spoon? Yeah, you can use wooden spoons, but they can absorb smells. So Do you if know... If you're making garlic spuds and you're using your wooden spoon with the garlic and then you're making pancakes, yeah. it's going to transfer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the silicone are better. Point of order. Um, you know if you have the, the iron uh, pans with the ridges? The um, griddle pans, yeah. Yeah, uh, they take about a fortnight to heat up <laughs> and then another fortnight to cool down. And when you put your steak on it or whatever you're putting on it and it leaves the fancy Grand ridges, yeah. sometimes they can the meat can stick to it. If it oh, you know. there, yeah, you have to soak them overnight with the dishwasher. And washing them is a pain in yeah, the Just soak hole. it overnight in the dishwasher. I actually did that last night. I made lovely Caesar salad with chicken. So I have a brilliant Arcos. I got it in Oliver Keller's in Caspar. Griddle pan. That's the name of the brand. It's Arcos. Arcos. They're the same as the knives that I use. It's a gorgeous griddle pan and it actually heated up very quickly. Uh, pop my chicken on it and turn it. And that's how you get the kind of X's. You can make different patterns with the grill marks. They're important, so. are they? Griddle marks. They're important to They're the very taste. important to the presentation. Thank you very much. But like that, it was like, oh, baked on. So just soak it with a dishwasher tablet, hot water overnight in I your can't, sink. I can't do that. I can't be that person who goes to bed at night looking at a pot that's sitting there. We're awful bad. It has to be washed. I know now. Why there's anger. Who's anger? Everyone in your life is angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have you in the bin. No, but I, I would just wash it. I'd wait till you went to bed at half seven. You'd scrub the crap out of it and <laughs> at half seven. Excuse me, I managed to stay up till nine o'clock last night. I just said to them all, I don't give a shite what time you go to bed at, but I'm going to bed now. Go to bed, get your gels on, brush your teeth, good night. Ah, nine o'clock. Oh, I love bed. Do you know why I love going to bed? Because I love dreaming. I have great dreaming lately. Mm. Just really nice dreams. So they're my top five. Nothing she wants to share with the group, though. No, they're just like generally normal ones, but just nice, happy dreams. That's good. I can never remember them, but I know that they're nice dreams. Go on, where are we? Uh, Utensils, That's my kitchen utensils. That was this week's top tips. So do they come out every Thursday? They come out every Thursday. Is that why you call them Thursday tips? Yeah, David, that's why. What time do they come out on a Thursday? Well, I've just posted these Thursday So in the tips. afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how my day is going. Um, salmon marinade. Okay, so I'm not a big fish eater because we got poisoned many years ago and I'm just awful nervous fish. So I started to eat a bit more fish because Thomas has shown an interest in it. So I got some salmon. And I love my fish, but it's a, it's a bit silly, really. I love fish when it's put in front of me. But I don't like when there's a fishy taste. I don't like the, dry, the smell, the taste of fish. It's Is it a, a smell or texture thing? I don't know. It's like, well, why are you bothering eating it? I'm eating it because it's better for you and you should probably eat a little bit more of it. I'm not eating it because I'm going, 
oh, I'd love some cod tonight. I'd much rather a steak or chicken. So when I'm making my fish, I try to make a nice sauce or a marinade. So I got the salmon and I made a gorgeous marinade with it. And this will apply with chicken also. So this is like your Chinesey. If you were going into like a Chinese shop. <laughs> restaurant, rewind, rewind. You're going into a Chinese restaurant. Uh, you get this. So it's basically a mix. And it's going to be on my page in the next few days. So you've got olive oil. You've got some garlic, ginger. This is your basis for any kind of sweet and sticky marinade, whether it's steak, fish or chicken. Olive oil, garlic, ginger, honey. Now watch the honey because that's going to make it burn. So you have to really make sure you, you turn it before it gets burnt. Same applies for steak and chicken. Sesame oil. That's mm. a good one to have. That gives that real kind of Chinese taste. Soy sauce. And then lemon, coriander. Coriander is kind of your herb to use with the likes of this. It's like your Chinese sweet and sticky chicken type and chili flakes so you mix all that up it'll be on my page if you have a look by Sunday and you want to get your, your salmon fillets take the skin off and mix that all up and put that in with them leave it if you can for an hour that's going to get all the flavours in and it literally takes five minutes so have your spuds and what's great about this if you have a nice marinade you can have it with potatoes you can have it with pasta rice you can have a cold in a sandwich so make extra we had it with baby potatoes and asparagus and with about five minutes left of the cooking on the spuds and the veg, I just got that griddle pan hot, popped my salmon on, brushed it as it was cooking with the leftover marinade. Three minutes on one side, turn it, two minutes. Okay. Now you'll know the fish is cooked. When you stick a knife into it and it flakes away really easily, it's good to go. Let that rest. Some chefs would say just before it's yeah, cooked because it's going to continue to cook <laughs> like an omelette. Um, and so that's it. It literally took five minutes. Fish is so quick to cook. It was really good. And I had leftover, so I was planning on having that on a nice open brown bread sandwich oh, yeah, that'd be nice. with mayonnaise and scallions, but Dermot ate it. So, <laughs> um, how long would you marinate it for? If you can, minimum an hour. Okay. Overnight, if you want, all the better. Just to infuse. It really makes it yummy. Which fridge would you use to do that? Uh, the bottom of my new fridge. Okay, bottom of your press. fridge, yeah. So that it doesn't stink everything yeah, out of Yeah, always raw meat on the bottom. Somebody asked me that actually, that asked, where do you put your raw meat? And is it okay if it goes brown? Yes, that is the way it's meant to go. Okay. Yeah, oh, so people, yeah. if they if they have mints left for a couple of days, yeah. they look at it and they'll say, oh, that's not as red, yeah. it's brown. This girl messaged me, she was like, I've started buying mints in my butchers and it's I bought it two days ago and said, okay, it's going brown. I was like, that's totally normal. Okay. It's the, actually the other extreme is where that's not normal <laughs> so it's good to go um let's talk about the bacon and cabbage oh my god and the fallout from said bacon and cabbage Bloody hell of all <laughs> over i'd say 150 recipes that i've posted on my page i did the bacon and cabbage and i suppose it's it's a more modern take on the traditional because you're adding the flavors into the bacon you're not just boiling the bacon in water the cabbage you're doing it a little bit differently where you're kind of boiling it for a minute or two and then you're pan frying it well the <laughs> amount well there actually there wasn't that many there was probably five out of all the other comments that were like oh my god love this this looks so good your cabbage is so green and crunchy looking la 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 but damn me there was a few all contrary yeah, yeah. bats well I never saw such faffing over a traditional dish why don't you put the cabbage in with the cabbage bake water and leave it all in the pot like sure to put the spuds in along with the two yeah some and people do stuff then that's fine as I say like lads I don't own a firearm luckily and I'm not holding a gun to anyone's head you won't see in any of my posts you must make this if you see it 
or something bad's going to happen. Like, honestly, people take it so personally. Mm. It's like, well, I don't have carrots for the shepherd's pie. Is that okay? Yeah. Like, no, no, you'll, you'll open the oven and it'll be a chicken. <laughs> it's going to be a chicken if you don't put the carrots in. But yeah, the amount of people that were like, oh, you can also boil the cabbage in with the bacon. I'm like, I know that. Mm. I know that. I just like to boil it fresh water and then pan fry it. Mm. But I, that, that's totally cool. Yeah, you can do that too. So yeah, very. and then one guy message going, I can't stop laughing at all these comments. It's like, and your reply is, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And I actually had to block one lady who got very thick about it. And she made a couple of comments. Can't remember them now, but it was like, I wouldn't have done that. And never saw such faffing. So I replied back on, God, you're very opinionated, Bridie. I think her name was Bridie. And then I replied back to another one going, look at you, do your way, I'll do you. You do your faffing, Bridie, I'll do my faffing. I don't faff, I cook. So at that point, I checked her page. She had no posts and five followers and she was blocked. Oh, sometimes... uh I don't really know the social media thing. Oh, for bacon and cabbage, like, relax. But sometimes if they have the no followers or the very few followers, um, sometimes can that be people who've just set things up just to have a just go with you? Just to have a go with you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely the most controversial of all my posts. Um, but, yeah, lots of bacon loads and cabbage. of... cabbage. Loads of, like, oh, my God, I'm going to try it this way. It's like, yeah, you can do it this way or that way. It's just the way I do it. Yeah, this is... Exactly. It's not... It's yeah, not, it not Everybody has different takes on different menus. Uh, the French casserole. Some people do it with sausage and bacon. Some people leave it out. I don't have no idea what that is. Thank you. Um, <laughs> look it up. Um, is it an anamusabushi? It's not. Uh, it, the casserole would be a kind of a bean. F- it's a French dish. And oh, okay. it would kind of have bean. Pardon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, uh, in case you didn't know, David was a restaurantier in France. He, uh, yeah, he, he, he knows the stuff, you see. You yeah. come in here thinking this fellow knows nothing, but by poking me in my belly, you know that I like me food. Well, he was googling out the most um, tricky food terms, and he found an amuse bouche. And what was that one you just said? Casserole, casserole, which is a French dish. Casserole. Yeah, it's lovely. It's uh, so some people. There's different types of casserole. If you want some good ones, um, Rick Stein does a casserole. Uh, he does his version of casserole. Like the French are the owners of it. Okay, it's a bit like shepherd's pie and cottage pie. Yeah, and uh, then there will be like Jay- other chefs have done too. I did, I did, I heard, I did. You said about uh, you said about cottage pie. Well, cottage pie, uh, cottage pie, What's and the difference there, David? and shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie is actually lamb. It's on fire, isn't that right? Shepherd's pie is lamb. I don't cottage know. Pie, You're the expert. Cottage pie is. He's actually beef. grown two foot. It's I can see your head now. It's way higher than it was when we started. So traditionally, when people in Ireland say well, you're having some shepherd's pie, they actually are having cottage pie. Well, but you know what we had actually? Um, I'm not a seal. <laughs> well, I'm a seal. I'm the one clapping. Um, do you know what we had? And I haven't had one in probably three years. Actually. <laughs> Sorry. You walked into that. <laughs> what has David not had in three years? <laughs> Answers on a postcard, please. Um, Indian food. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, got some. Sure, you want to make sure they're, they're clean before you go in there. Yes, don't I've worry. heard some horrific stories. I don't worry. Don't worry. All checked. So had um, samosa, which uh, is lovely. That's kind of a triangular pocket yes, of potato. Yes, I know spice, what yeah. they are. Yeah, Just trying to explain everything. Like scrambled egg is made of egg. Now you know. What, um, had uh, vegetarian kebab. Did you have this recently? Did you say, or was yeah. this three years ago? No, no, this this week, last oh, weekend. Right. Oh, wow. yeah. okay, God, you really were taking the podcast seriously. Uh, last weekend, uh, so then, uh, so I would the Indian wouldn't. I would like the Indian. The Indian might like me. Well, that's it's a, it's a great clear out. Yeah. So, and I would normally go for a chicken boona, 
But that one, it's just it's excellent stage left. It's just not good. Body need, can't hold on to it. You need the pseudo cream ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I went for the, the special curry, their own special curry, which is creamy, lovely. Again, one portion enough for three people. Yeah. Um, Nan bread, of course. Always to mop it up. Uh, and pila rice and normal boiled rice. Hmm. And actually, oh. I think we got a, a thing of chips as well. You always put, order loads. And then you're like, what am I going to do with all this leftover? And they give papadums and then they give some, uh, I think it was, I think it was flavoured ghee for the nan. <laughs> God, I was actually hungry right up until that point. <laughs> but, um, so it was 23 euro. But the lot. Yeah. And it, it, there was enough, like, it really, you, I was, you're eating from one, but four out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to say, it was quite nice. Good. And it's been a while since we've had it, and it might be a while again. Yeah. But and I had no emergency pseudo cream ex- episodes after it. It was all perfectly fine. Very good. Um, Caesar salad. Yes, everybody's looking for like salady stuff, even though you wouldn't think it in this weather. Cheap for such a day. Yeah. Uh, so they're looking for <laughs> salads and lighter things. So I actually recorded it again. That will be up in the next few days. And before I say it's a Caesar salad and everybody jumps on the bandwagon saying, that's not a Caesar salad. Because <laughs> I now... Do the, do the voice again. <laughs> I now have to do... Is it a disclaimer? I'm going to have to put a disclaimer with anything yeah. that I know. Like the end of the movies. You know what the yeah. end of the movies, if you wait, they say the people and in this movie don't depict anybody in real life. Yeah, I'm going to have to start doing that with my videos. Yeah, like stuff, yeah. Relax. <laughs> uh, so it's, I suppose I can just say it's a salad. Uh, so it was a lovely Caesar dressing. Now, I don't like the um, anchovies in my... Either do I. No, I just don't like them. Um, Even though so, they're there to just add salt, really, I think. Salt. So I left that out. And you can also use an anchovy paste. But then I got thinking too much about how do they make a paste taste like anchovy? So I didn't get that. Yeah. So this is a really nice dressing. And it was, uh, I had mayonnaise as the main thing. And then you're going to add some mustard, the, the nice Dijon mustard. Um, that's French, isn't it? That's French, I think. French, yeah, Dijon. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can use like the hot dog mustard if you have it. Whatever mustard yeah. you have. Coleman's, any mustard. Any mustard. Uh, a squeeze of a lemon, loads of parmesan, salt and pepper and Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. Mix that all up. And if you needed to like water it down a little bit, add a little bit of milk and that makes it nice and um, watery. And then I just have my uh, Roman lettuce, wash it, dry it, chop it up, toss it with olive oil. And then for the chicken, I did a marinade of dried oregano, thyme that I had frozen, Salt and pepper and a squeeze of lemon. So I left that there in the chicken for about an hour. I did the chicken really thin. Okay. I literally got the chicken breast and sliced it in half, mm-hmm. you know, on the long side. Mm-hmm. Uh, marinate that into the lovely hot griddle pan. Yummy. So tasty. Again, lovely. Do extra for sandwiches or salads. And then just added that onto the lettuce. I had made the homemade croutons, which is just chop your crusts off the bread, chop it into cubes, mix it up with olive oil, salt and pepper onto a frying pan yeah. or into a pan, into the oven. 10 minutes yeah lovely and I also did streaky bacon really crispy chopped that up pretty small so I had the lettuce the chicken chopped into bite sized pieces the bacon the croutons the dressing and a pile of parmesan and a squeeze of lemon on top I had that with from crusty bread buttered it was yummy but I had to do spuds for Dermot <laughs> and I, Tom in fairness I'm so, I'm so sorry I didn't eat my lunch before we started talking about all this yeah Actually, that was really really tasty so I'll have that up in the next day or two you said the word pile there and I heard pie and I was thinking you know the five course meal thing anything in a pie would be perfect for yeah. me 
pie, chicken pie. I love something that you can just use a fork to eat with. Yeah, chicken pie uh, and then an apple pie to follow. That'll do me. Yeah. Um, some common food questions that people ask you. Talking about crusts. Yeah. Crusty crusts. Crusty crusts. Hard crusts. Hard, there's nothing worse than a, than hard, a crust. hard crust. So a lot of people make the brown bread and there's two things. There's the hard crust and there also is where the bread will split. Okay. Okay. So to stop the bread splitting... Um, don't overload your, your, oh God, I just had a complete goldfish moment, tin. Don't <laughs> overload your tin with the mixture. Like, you don't, you want to fill it kind of three quarters full. Okay. Don't bring it, because it's going to rise. And if it rises and it goes beyond the tin top, it's going to split because it has nowhere to go. Okay. So if you have a little bit left, just, just put it in the bin. And you're going to have a nice even loaf. Um, or else put it like in a two pound loaf. So you're going to have a bigger tin. Mm-hmm. And then to stop the crust from going very hard, which is a problem, take it out of the oven, tap it on the bo- bottom, <laughs> on the bum. And if it's hollow, you're good to go. Wrap it in a tea towel. Yes. While it's still warm, wrap it up, tuck it up, leave it on the worktop, leave it there till it's cold. Okay. That's going to keep the moisture inside so it doesn't dry out and it's going to give you a lo- lovely soft, but not too st- soft, of a crust. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that's probably one of the most popular asked questions and when I cut my bread they're like how do you cut it it always cuts so perfect for you mine always falls apart don't cut it if you can I make mine at night and mm. the next day it's totally cooled and get good knives everybody has different ovens as well I think we've talked yeah. about that before so once you get your own, your own oven yeah get used to how your oven cooks because it might say um, the instruction might tell you to do yeah. it for a certain amount and then your you might say well mine is done takes totally. longer or slower or whatever so just keep an eye on it and also another one that people have, have kind of issues with is, and I did a carrot cake recently, and I did some scones, fruit scones. So a couple of people came back to me saying, my scones all, or my raisins always sink, yes. my fruit sinks. So apparently what you need to do is uh, roll your fruit in flour. So that ah. way, uh, I think the whole thing behind it is, when you add that rolled floured fruit into your mixture, it clings onto the flour. Okay. I don't know. I like there's, the way she's doing the actions, by the way. I'm she's here doing clinging, the clinging like a spider. Actions, yeah. <laughs> like, it, you're, like you're trying to hold in a fart. Because I did Google it. Why does this work? And I can't exactly remember. But by rolling it in flour, it clings to the mixture and that way it can't sink down to the bottom. But apparently it works and it works. So I do it all the time and it's worked. Wait to see now. So you're saying that be, so the raisins, if I go for the first bite, the raisins are going to be there at the top. Well, that's what they say. Okay. And the last one that people ask me all the time is their cake is not rising. Firstly, make sure your oven is well preheated. Make sure that little light is off. That means it's preheated. You know, when you turn the oven on and a little red light comes on, that light will go off when it's fully preheated. Yeah. Uh, Make sure it's kind of middle shelf that it's not too low. Don't open the oven door and don't overbeat your mixture. Once you've got it all come together, don't keep beating it into your um, dish. And as one, it's not a dish, it's uh, kicked in. (laughs) (laughs) And one lady was having awful bother. She said, I keep making this recipe on your page and it's not rising. But the problem was her dish was too big. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, yeah. using like a, a one that size, say this is a half of half size of an A4 or whatever. And hers was double that. So it was actually rising, but the volume of it had spread. Would it be fair to say, and uh, I think we're not giving away any secrets here, that even a lot of your own recipes you would have, have tried and tried oh, and tried and tried. That's how I know all these things because yeah. I've made all the mistakes. Yeah, exactly. I'm by no means claiming to be an expert. Yeah. I'm an expert in making mistakes. Exactly. There you so go. That's why I know all these things because I've gone, why didn't that work? Yes. And then I'll go off Google it and I'll be on a little mission to find the solution. Yeah. 
So that's the only reason I know all the answers to all these things. Common food questions. That's, is that on your Instagram page? No? Is that just something we Well, I, I do have a question and answer highlight oh. on my Instagram. So okay. if you go in there, you'll get lots of... I have a couple of questions. So do you look at those questions? Huh? i got to join Instagram and send in some dodgy yeah, questions. Do, but I know it's you. <laughs> um, is that it now? That's all the questions. So we've done food. We've done our five course. We've done our listener. Oh, you, do you know what? And I know I've talked a bit about France today. Seems like I might be obsessed with France. I'm not. But I did see this watching Keith Floyd during the week. Mm. Keith Floyd um, was a very famous chef in the 80s. Hello. Spent a lot of time in France. He spent a lot of time in Ireland. Um, they say he was kind of the father of the cookery programme because he changed it from the traditional way when Fanny Craddock used to do the cookery programmes. Yes, Fanny right. Craddock was Fanny's her name. and geese and all sorts <laughs> of talk this week on the podcast. But in France, you buy the food... And you plan a menu rather than the other way around. Yeah, it's a bit like Ready, Steady, Cook. Which I think is interesting because here, traditionally, we would say, yeah. well, I'm going to ask and I'm going to make it and I'm going to buy the ingredients for that meal. Yeah. Whereas they go, they buy what's ever there. So they go to the market and say, what's in stock? What's, yes, um, what's seasonal? What's fresh, whatever. And then they go home. So they buy the food and then they plan the menu rather than the other way That's around. That's a good way to look at it. But you have to also remember the price of food has gone up so much food is really yeah. people are on a budget so they need so let's just say like I'll always say to someone if you have a bag of carrots for the shepherd's pie use them carrots in other dishes yeah. plan a salad plan a stir fry so you're not left with a bag of carrots and it's also great if you can cook and you're able to go okay I've got a tomato and a pint of cream and a bit of fish tear your teeth and I've got parsley it's ready steady cook but like Mary's got four kids running around screaming at each other. Mary! <laughs> Where are the kids, Mary? And she's got a tomato, a pint of cream and a bit of fish and a parsley. And she's like, oh, here, we just ring Domino's pizza. <laughs> and I totally get that. Quick fire questions for this week. Okay. Hold an electric fence for two minutes. Okay. Or take a tablespoon... Full of Marmite. Oh, I'd probably do the term Marmite, but it, it would be a close one because it's really bad. <laughs> I may need to hold an electric fence after taking the Marmite to, to, to get it out of my head, the taste. The electric, look, you had a farm growing up. Did you ever play tricks on each other with the electric fence? Yeah, yeah. They always say, if you, my, my uncle used to say, put this bit of grass on it. So that it won't shock you if you put the, and of course you get shocked. <laughs> or for the lads, if you peed on it. Oh. Um, five day music festival. Or be dead. five day religious retreat. Aram Music Festival. Jeez, I'm not old enough yet now for that. Right. Yeah, five days though. I went to a music festival and it was three days. And by the third day, I was ready to cry. Oh, I'd be dead. I'd just cry after one day, but. Uh, cry. I could. I'd, too much book fest. I looked at my bestmate and he looked at me and we said, I think we're going to start crying there. <laughs> I would like to do a religious retreat. Would you? I would, yeah. I think there'd be good things to do, but I'm too young yet. I'll I do can that book you. I can book you in. There's loads of them. I can book. There's ones that you have to take a vow of silence. I could do that one. Somebody did that recently. Who was it that didn't talk? Oh, God. I heard it on the radio. And another thing, actually. Fuck it. Who was that? Somebody didn't talk. Oh, Jesus. Well, maybe talk. stopping you from talking would stop the F-bomb. Somebody that's always talking. Oh, God, I can't think of who it was, but they did a vow of silence anyways. And they found it profoundly beneficial I watched um, a video of a guy who went into the quietest room in the world and they say if you go in there for 45 minutes you go mad but you don't but he, he said after a while you can hear your heart and you can yeah. hear everything yeah it'll definitely ground you but on another side note 
apparently in Australia, yeah, there is a lack of lettuce, a shortage. It's twenty dollars for a head of lettuce. I don't know why the, the, the bats come and eat it all. But they're now replacing lettuce in burgers and sandwiches with guess what? White cabbage. White cabbage. I was ahead of the game. Sarah's really taking all the lettuce from Australia to try and start a thing. She's sensational. She's electric. What are <laughs> Yeah, I heard that during the week. I was like, there you go. She's ahead you heard of the it game. here first. Paint a chimney on a three story house. Oh, God. Anything but that. Or, and this is our final one for this week, climb into a cellar that can only be reached by crawling. Oh, God. That's a tough one. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm holding my bum thinking about it. <laughs> That's a tough one. Oh, Jesus. Have I got a harness on the three-storey building? Yeah, you can have the harness. I think I'd rather be in the open. I completely freak out. What would you do? Oh, I think I'd have to go for the chimney. Yeah. But yeah. I would not be happy about it. Can we do it together? Yeah. Um, uh, We'd probably be okay if we did. You could be one side, I could be the other side, and we could talk each other up. Yes. And paint it. Yes. Um, there's a guy called, he's dead now, um, Fred Dibner. <laughs> right. Fred was famous in the 70s and 80s. From Bolton, he was a steeple jack. If you ever get a chance, dear listener, because I, I've off, I give you stuff. To t- I tell you what stuff you should look at this. And you should look at this. You don't look at anything. Um, but dear listener, if you want to, if just if you have two minutes in your life, look at Fred Dimna climbing one of the old um, chimneys. Yeah. So the so the big chimneys they used to have yeah. in the factories. So his job used to be to knock them down. So he would literally put a ladder up the side of them, oh, and he would climb up to the top, and then it would show him how he would build a platform at the top. And if you just want to frighten the life out of yourself. Oh, no, no. But crawling into the cellar, yeah, though. No, it's very scary. I wouldn't I get, that. I get freaked out doing that thing in Dublin. You know where you have to go underground for a bit when you come out to the airport? Oh, yeah. Yes. There's a thing, there's a name on it. There's a tunnel, a tunnel. It's the tunnel. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I could never go in this Euro tunnel. Is this the I one that goes, the, the one that brings you right up at the three arena? I don't know, but you so go it's underground. About, like, it's eight, eight kilometres long. Yeah, 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 it's really scary. I can't go into an underground car park. I'm like, we're going to be squished. There's going to be an earthquake and we will be the ones at the bottom and all the floors will stack down like dominoes. I was watching a video about uh, a couple who were driving through Norway and they went through the longest tunnel through a mountain. I think it's 26k. Oh my God. And they stopped halfway through 13k. I be, Yeah, I see the, you already, your breath I'm starts actually, going. yeah, I'm short of breath already. <laughs> That's our lot for the podcast. <laughs> covered a lot of random stuff there but I hope you enjoyed it hopefully you enjoyed it send us an email to sarahbutler at home at gmail.com find Sarah on Instagram give us a like give us a review give us a shake 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 my youngest brother was introduced to a guy at that said party we talked give about a minute. he said oh yeah you're with the last shake in the bag <gasps> I was the last shake in the bag too <laughs> He didn't think he'd any shaking left. <laughs> there was a bit. Shaking days were done. Here I am. Um, where was I? <laughs> Subscribe. Subscribe. Review. And a shake if you want a shake. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, just do it with love. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.